All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of No Cap Reacts. I'm your man, Bailey. A.K.A. Mr. Go. Get him. Yep, no intro. Uh, ladies nights will actually have their own intro. I haven't done it yet. So, until it's there, you can see my ass doing it. Um, tonight, as you guys know, it's a brand new show. It is called Ladies Night. You will only hear me asking the questions, and that's about it. But before we go ahead and get into that, let's get to... Make sure you tune in. New Friday night show is called Boys Club. Real men, real conversations, real topics. It's kind of like the male version of what you're going to get tonight. All right? Also, with that, you're going to see Couples Retreat. Yep, it is no longer Couples Therapy. It is Couples Retreat. That's still going to be Wednesday night. 7 p.m. And then Thursday nights, as you see tonight, is the first installment of the all-new Ladies Night. So these shows we're going to be running all year long. Sunday, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do with that yet. So, coming soon to a No Cap Reacts near you. Ladies Night, the premise of tonight's show is to ask ladies questions, they answer you're not going to get my ear input. You're not going to hear from me. Uh, don't even ask. It's just not going to happen. Tonight is strictly about the ladies. Now, I do have a list of questions for all of the lovely ladies that are on the couch. And uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and shut up and get it started. Ladies, say hello. Hi. Y'all can get better than that. Hey. Hello. There we go. There we go. All right. So, two faces you have seen before. One face is brand new. So, what we're going to do is we're going to start with C. Introduce yourself. I'm Carrie. What would you like to know? What would you like them to know? I'm Addison's friend, so <laughs> she brought me on the show. All right, where can they find you at online? Uh, at Carrie Scanlon on Instagram. All right, any other place they can find you at? 
nope. that you want them to know about? Nope. Okay. That's the only one. <laughs> All right. And then for, uh, what is your third time on the show? Yep. All right. Third time on the show. Oh, Alex. Alexandria Hunter, a.k.a. Darletta, my alter ego. And you can find me, the original Alex Hunter, on Instagram at the underscore original underscore Alex Hunter. Statements by Alex, which is my jewelry page. Freedom for Strays, which is my clothing line. And the Starletta Show, which is my comedy podcast. And just to overwhelm you a little more with my social media pages, I'm also on TikTok at Starletta's World. And recently came out with an OnlyFans page, a comedy OnlyFans page, which you can follow at the star oh. oh my god what is it uh it's called star mm. lettuce yes so you can find oh. it on now and especially this that's especially for the conspiracy theorists out there because we get crazy or we're about to all right and last but not least hey i'm addison um this is my third time on the show also third time on the show yes yes and uh thank you for having me back you can find me at Addison James triple X.com and that is spelled A D D Y S O N J A M E S triple X.com. And there you can find my OnlyFans, my Instagram, and my Twitter links. And uh, ladies, <laughs> thank you guys for showing up for the show tonight. <coughs> um, let's go ahead and get the party started. So we we'll start this off rather uh, we'll do a little icebreaker because um, all of you don't know each other. So what I'll do is let's start it this way: you guys get to choose the first question, whatever is randomly in the top of your head. Ask ask each other at least one question. All right, I got one. How do you guys know each other? We met through some mutual friends. Yeah, we did meet at a party through mutual mm -hmm. friends. Through nice. mutual friends, yeah. All right. All right. Any questions for Starletta? How do you manage? That was my question. Well, how do you manage? I don't. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Basically, how that manifests is like, oh, a little bit of here for like five days. I'm going to move over to the business page for like a week, probably confuse people some more, and then they remember I have the Freedom for Strays line, mm -hmm. and then we go back to Starletta, and it's just like a cycle that, honestly, I don't even manage it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyone else? Any anything? Any any craziness? Is there any nakedness on your OnlyFans? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> People will have to join to find out. Okay. <laughs> but I, I literally only have one post up there, so. You need to I, work on that. Yes, yes. So that is my main focus right now. Um, I have three videos on my Instagram, which kind of gives you a little taste of what to expect. So it's going to be wacky. It's Starletta's world, so there's Alex on there. I just came out with an alien character who's <laughs> telepathic who wants to borrow Starletta's lingerie. So you can expect to see a lot of that on there. Um, and then Jubal, who is the original 
member in Starletta's world who had um, a foot. He sold feet pictures on OnlyFans, so there's probably going to be some foot stuff. Okay. And, uh, and then Alex, um, me, I do boudoir and swimsuit modeling, so definitely stuff like that. And so does Starletta. So. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Right. It's a lot of stuff. <coughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get this party started. We'll start this off rather slow. All right, so um, what is your longest friendship? Who is your longest standing friend, a.k.a. BFF, a.k.a. best friend? My best friend, I've got since sixth grade, so over 30 years. Nice. Yeah. So, again, this is a conversation. I ask the question, but you guys talk about it amongst yourselves. So, all three ladies answer questions. Oh, well, I, I'm i married, excuse me, so a lot of my friendships have kind of like, you know, you get busy with kids and life, so I have some long-term friends, but my best friends, I would say, are people that have come into my life recently, mm-hmm. simply because of the season that I'm in, so not to say I don't have, you know, some of my old friends, we just aren't at the same place. So those aren't the people that I spend my time with. I hear that. Yeah. Um, I have a couple friends I've been friends with since grade school that I still talk to, but I'm literally the biggest hermit because I have like seven <laughs> businesses, <laughs> so I don't have time for friends other than yeah. the ones I talk to on social media. So all my right. best friends live in Ohio because I moved from Ohio like a year and a half ago. So. Okay. Hence why I'm like, I need to meet some ladies. Yes. Been surrounded by too many dudes lately. No offense. I like the men too, but I need some feminine energy in my life. Yeah. So you're at the same spot yep. that I am. <laughs> like, you just surround yourself with the people who are doing what you're doing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and I guess I'm really in the same spot as well. Yes. Um, so, some, I mean, some of my closest friends right now are people who I've only been in my life for a couple of years. So. Yeah. Same yeah. here. For sure. But I feel like that's because when you, or at least like the way I see it as I, I don't know, as you evolve and change and really grow into yourself, because I feel like yeah. I didn't know who I was as a person until probably 30s, which I've heard from people before, mm-hmm. like, you don't know who you are until you're 30. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's true now, because now yeah. I'm just yeah. like, I don't give, like, the older I get, the less fucks I give, and yes. then, yeah. which kind of like attracts you, like your vibe attracts your tribe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the friendships get more like in sync as you get older. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, ladies. Um, who do you? Who are your female role models? I have a thing for Megan Fox. I don't really know why, <laughs> other than maybe because she's like that dark femme, like really confident. Um, and she's into some, like, woo-woo astrology stuff like I am. <laughs> so, I'm like, I dig her. Um, there's probably more I have to think of. Oh, that's a good one. I wish I could think. I don't think I, like, no, no celebrity-type person for me, for mm-hmm. sure. Doesn't have to be a celebrity. No, I mean. Anyone. I don't know if I have like one particular person, but what I look for in a role model as for a female is someone who is really strong, really kind, really confident, who's lived life and and had heartaches in life and and really understands what it means to be down and then go back Mm -hmm. up again and get knocked down again. Yes. And and really just 
come through every time. Um, someone that's worked their way through everything. And um, those are the people that I tend to be more attracted to in friendships and in life um, that really inspire me to continue you know, on my path, whatever I may or may not be going through at that time. So, um, you know, that those are the kind of people that that um, that I tend to uh, lean towards. I have full body chills. Oh, oh look at that! <laughs> that those were like some long chills because I I resonate with everything mm-hmm. you said, hundred percent. That's like the same thing I look for and like people who are authentically themselves. They yeah. don't give mm-hmm. two fucks. They're just this is my truth. I love that. I feel like that's who I surround myself with is my tight circle. So I, I mean, I guess in that aspect, those are the people that I look up to. Like one of my good friends, she really works on herself and her self truth, and she we see each other a few times a week, and um, I just get so connected with her, and I, it's so (coughs) nice to see someone who really you know digs deep and is authentically trying to be their best. So I guess that's who I gravitate towards. I also gravitate towards people who are, are gonna call me out and say, Aaron, or Addison, you're being a fucking asshole. Like what you did wasn't okay or what you said hurt my yeah. feelings. Because sometimes we get caught up in the moment mm-hmm. and we say things or do things we don't even realize we're doing. Yep. Yeah. We're not trying to be that person. But I need to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, Please, if you are my friend, I want you to do that to me because I'm going to do the same to you, right. and I will appreciate that. And I need someone to knock me down a peg and say, wow, like you don't even understand what's going on right now. I do now that you brought it to my attention, right. and I need to sit with myself and understand what's going on. So I really that, – that's also really important, someone who's not afraid to be honest with me. 100%. You would literally love my best friend from Ohio. <laughs> Sarah, that's like my friend Katie and I have that conversation all the time. Like, However, oh, I will say, being that you're one of my best friends, I don't would never assume that anything that you said, even if it came off in a certain way, came from a bad place. Sure. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, you need to knock yourself down. It would be more like, do you realize where what that sounded like sure. so give yourself some credit you're definitely you're not a mean girl you would not, <laughs> I try not you to would be. not be so but yeah totally like i think friendships like that like yes friendships like yes man Mm-mm. no no i don't need that in my life no yeah. absolutely not no me neither yeah I'm, like very growth oriented mm-hmm. in this phase mm-hmm. of my life so you gotta yeah. be not afraid to look at yourself and Plus, I feel like it gets you farther in your relationships, too, like, whether that's romantic or friendship or mm-hmm. all like relationships. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. <clears throat> Can men and women truly be platonic friends? I think so. Um, I think, well, my husband, I would say, is platonic friends with my girlfriends Mm -hmm. like Mm, and I don't he yeah totally I absolutely think that that is a really good point I was about to say we can definitely be platonic friends or I've had the experience of like it's 
my friend is dating a guy, and I'm like, I will never look at you in a sexual way ever. So we are never crossing that boundary because, you know, mm-hmm. you're my girl. But as far as, like, guys that don't have any connection to my friends or anything, I feel like even if I am friends, like, at least at one point in the journey, there is, like, probably in every male friendship been, like, just, like, a tiny little voice. Like, even if it's not, like, a strong <coughs> thing, but there's, like, do I like this person? And maybe that's just because, like, I just feel like I'm a loving, open person, like, mm-hmm. in general. So it's, like, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes that love, I don't know, love is love. So sometimes for me, I guess, like, in the past, it could get confusing between, like, what's romantic love versus, like, sexual love versus platonic love. Mm. And, you know, I've had to get better with boundaries over the years. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a lover. Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, going back to Carrie's husband, you know, he'll we're all on like a group text together so if there's something that I've been talking about and and he knows about it he'll shoot me a text of an article or something that relates to something that's been on my mind um and I also you know when I go to photo shoots or things you know I make sure you have your location on Aaron so we know where you mm-hmm. are so call us call me whatever you need if you, yeah. you need to come you know you need to come get you and so I know I can count on that, but there's, you know, there's no alternative. There's, yeah. there's nothing behind it, but yeah. just pure like friendship, right. and we just want to make sure you're safe. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. I had like girlfriends like that, like especially yeah. my really close friends. Like they do become, you know, like family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sh- I shared Jason. He's a. I love that. <laughs> he's a yeah, good he's guy. a good guy. Yeah. 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 Aww. All right. Next question. What is your sign? And does astrology dictate who you deal with in life? This is like my my dream question. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm I've been doing I've been studying astrology for literally over a decade. Like probably I don't know I've lost count. Like at least fifteen years, probably more than that now. And I'm so deep into astrology that I'm in like I know all sorts of things like degree points, houses, mm-hmm. rising, moon, Venus, synastry, um, all of the all of the things so i always ask people like what's your birth chart like when i first meet them but i've had to make myself stop because i realize that can kind of like give me preconceived notions about somebody i'll be like that's your mars and aries coming out or like oh that's sad rising i'm like oh we're a good match but what i've learned about astrology is um you can have really i guess like it really at the end of the day it doesn't matter so much because like we're all made up of so many different signs and to begin with that you know every relationship is so unique so i guess it really just rather than the astrology more so comes down to how well does somebody know themselves and how well can they communicate with uh, another person Mm. yeah i don't i'm a leo oh yeah and i feel like i'm definitely have a lot of that in me at times um but i have a lot of other qualities from other signs that are within me so i don't let it run my life or that's you know i'm not just those descriptive words only um so i don't read too much into it wait have you ever um had like a real or like a extensive birth chart reading like to find out like no your moon and oh it's mm-hmm. so interesting <laughs> <laughs> and i'm a libra by the way <laughs> but i'm a sagittarius rising <laughs> which means i'm a fire sign when you meet me but when you get to know me more of my libra and mm. tra- traits come out so i'm more like balance and probably like personal life alex who's not like putting on my mask that I wear in public, which is more, like, friendly and outgoing and, you know, 
goofy. Like when pe- I feel like when people get to know me, I'm more I don't know. I think people are more surprised like my close friends because I'm way more chill than I come off, um, mm. you know, on camera. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm a Pisces, and um, I grew up like a Christian, so I never really believed in astrology and I don't know if I necessarily believe in astrology however like the description of a Pisces is pretty much me to a T (laughs) so I'm like maybe there's something to it I don't really know but um I don't put a lot of stock in it like Jason and I are both Pisces but on the opposite cusps and there's so much about us that's like so different but then there's some we're like kind of both just low-key go with the flow people mm-hmm. so I think there must be something to it but I don't know <laughs> so interesting my brother and his wife their birthday um I think they're within a couple days of each other and then my best friend and her new long-term boo their birthdays are really close together too and then this other girl that I was good friends with in Ohio her and her um partner also had birthdays that were really similar so i don't know it's like weird i've noticed that a lot lately like i'm like maybe there's something to people with similar signs especially on one end of either cusp i feel like you have enough in common that you're can reach that middle ground and then there's enough differences that keeps it interesting and fun. Mm. Mm. yeah my ex-husband was a cancer mm. and it, Apparently, Pisces and Cancers are like oil and water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> See that? That makes sense. Yeah, total sense. Yeah. You'll have to give me all the details. Yeah, I was going to say, if you guys want it, like, I'm, I'm, I nerd out on this stuff. And yeah. honestly, the first time I had my natal chart read, I cried because it was, a, and it honestly changed the whole way I viewed God and religion and all that because mm-hmm. I was like, how the hell could like this extensive astrology report know all this stuff about me? It was just crazy, and it really honestly got me on a really creative path because I found out at um, Pisces in your first house, like if uh, that's like people have uh, different planets and in, in their different houses, and the different houses rule different areas of your life. So like somebody with a fifth house, which is ruled by Leo, which rules children and creativity. If you have a lot of planets there, that gives people a lot of activity in their lifetime. So like those types of people tend to have a lot of children or be very involved with like creativity and self-expression. Somebody like me. I've got a five-planet stelium in my 10th house, which is the house of career, which kind of makes sense why I have, like, five. Mm-hmm. I'm so focused on career and just, like, my mission in the world. Um, and 10th house is, like, the most public. Uh, uh, it's, like, the most public house in astrology. So it's, like, what, it, you know, like, also, it's similar to the Ascendant in a way that that's your mission on Earth, and that's, like, what people see what you're about. But I don't have any... Uh, planets in my fifth house <laughs> I don't so maybe that's why I don't want to have kids but I've never had like a mothering instinct like I love to be a caregiver <laughs> that's probably why I don't want kids because I've been caring for people my whole life yeah. just oh. in a kind of like codependent like I got you let me take care mm-hmm. of you kind of way so it's, children would just be like I've got dogs too and they're like my kids <laughs> they yeah. require a lot of attention <laughs> so I'm like I'm good on kids right now I love them but too much career action <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anytime anyone wants a reading, I got you. <laughs> All right, now we're going to get into some of the juicy stuff. Ooh. Y'all ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. Does a man's body count matter to you? Like how many people he slept with? Yep. I don't care. I guess I don't either. Because <laughs> there's some people I definitely shouldn't have touched. Let's just put it that way. 
And there's definitely people I wish I was not a part of yeah. the body count. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. I was like, wow, how did I let that happen? Like, why am I a part of that? But, um, you know, we live and learn. Yep. So. I don't think it's a problem. I'm pretty sure I had a higher body count than my husband when we got married. So <laughs> there's that. So no, right. no judgment. Like, Nobody seems no to care about judgment. mine. No. Oh. So no one cares about body count? I mean, no. I guess not. <laughs> I was, I would say that I do, you know, because what are the, the classes in, in high school that scared us all about, like, STDs and stuff? Oh, yeah. Especially, Sex like, it. oh, there's no symptoms. You could have this and that. And it's like, ah. <laughs> like, WebMD, my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate WebMD. Ladies and gentlemen, get tested on a regular basis. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Ladies, would you prefer to be in a 100 to zero or 50-50 relationship slash marriage. As in, the man takes care of or is responsible for 100% of the bills or you mm. split it. Second one for sure. Giving one person that much power is not a good thing yeah. because it comes with a lot of strings attached in my experience. I second that. Mm. Um, I, I think when one person has all that power, there's a lot of strings that are attached. I have friends that get an allowance and they are told how much money they can have every month to spend on what they would like. And I think that's crazy. Um, and then even though that's technically their money to spend on whatever they want, they still get a talking to or whatever you want to call it about why would you spend your money on that? So I would not want to live like that. Me neither. Okay, well, I'm going to go totally against <laughs> the grain on That's this. Okay, keep it interesting. <laughs> I love it. So I'm coming up. We'll be married for 24 years in March. And um, after we got married and I got pregnant with my twins, they put me on bed rest. Mm -hmm. And so that was child um, three and four. Mm-hmm. And so I quit my job yeah. from there. Obviously, we wanted me to stay home. Um, and Jason has always been the only one who worked. Mm -hmm. Like, I've done, you know, little odd things here and there. Or, um, like, I teach Pilates, but that's more just, like, for fun for me. Mm -hmm. That money doesn't really go, like, into our family money. Sure. I mean, I suppose if you're with someone who attaches strings and things like that but I'm married to like the greatest guy in the entire world there's you really are yeah there's no <laughs> so so ladies choose your men wisely yes. is the main thing I'm telling you mm -hmm. but I've never felt like less than or not equal to him even though he's always been the breadwinner yeah so yeah and I here comes the money. I was about to say, yes, that's a answer or a question that could be answered both ways. Because I was gonna say, in a perfect world, yes, I'd love for somebody to cover 100 percent of my bills. I just haven't met a guy right. who's okay with that. And I feel like that's just because people in general, I think because well, I don't know. I don't know too many people who are just like rolling the dough and they just got like so much abundance that they're like, yeah, baby, spin it. Usually it's like They've got their own bills to carry, so then it's like, you know, like you said, like people will get an allowance, and then 
if I was splitting the bills for somebody and they weren't acting right, I might be a little upset because I've had guys like mooch off me before. And I'm like, bitch, I gave you like, sorry, I don't talk like that. I don't know why I'm acting like that. <laughs> I'm like, the real Alex comes out. I know. That's more like bitch, Starletta. what the fuck I tell you? <laughs> I'm like, my guys, you know, because I, you know, fun topic, a fun fact about me, I spent like seven years in a, a Alcoholics Anonymous and various 12-step recovery programs, so of course my dating pool for a while was AA, people that were relapsing, who didn't have money, didn't have a car, and I'm like, sure, take the money, oh, yeah. and then they're spending, instead of like their money on food, they're like, cool, cigarettes and alcohol, I'm like, no, I gave that money to you to feed you, yes. you're not supposed to use it for, for drugs and alcohol, so yeah, I get from it, I get both sides of it. Yeah, those are definitely the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong guys. those are the red flags. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, in the work environment, would you prefer to have a male or female boss, and why? I prefer working under a man. Women are catty, bitchy. There's always drama. Men, it's just straight to the point, cut and dry. As long as you aren't a crybaby and don't get your feelings hurt. It's easy to work under a man. It is not easy for me to work under anyone. Every time I try, I last like a month or two, maybe six months tops. But I, I've literally chosen like the broke artist life over working for somebody else. And I think that's just because like I have a, I guess I have a lot of alpha energy. I don't know. Or a lot of like masculine, just like really focused and driven energy. So it's very hard for me to work under anyone because I'm just like all over the place. I'm like, I have to follow my creative flow. I'm an artist. Mm. <laughs> it's, it doesn't feed my soul if I if I have to listen to somebody else guide my life. And yeah. that goes for work. If that's, you know, if I'm going to end up homeless and living in a car, which I've done before, I'd rather do that than have somebody tell me how to live my life. I was in the Navy for five years, mm. so I worked under a lot of men, um, which was, you know, fine. And um, I wasn't a crybaby, so I got along with, you know, everyone and all the things. Uh, currently, I work for a woman, and it's been such a joy. Um, she is a pillar of the community in, in the sense of what she's accomplished in her amazing career, and she values my input and my expertise. So, you know, I have a physician that comes to me and asks me, what do you think of this? How would you do this? Mm -hmm. um, and that really means a lot to me. So, in general, I would say working in an all-woman environment or working for women can be very catty and um, exhausting. Um, in my particular regular day job environment right now, I find it uh, very empowering and uplifting. And that says a lot about the women yeah. you work with. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. because, and that, I mean, that's really how it should be, right? Mm -hmm. we, it shouldn't be a competition. It right. shouldn't be, we should all be there for the same reason to make whatever it is better yes. so all right I, so we have some questions in the chat okay zero clout tv says fire emojis and says it's lit bailey what do they do for work <coughs> so my regular nine to five job <laughs> i am a laser technician and esthetician and i've been doing that for over 20 years so uh, all the thing all things beauty and do you want to know what my... Your soon-to-be future full-time job? My soon-to-be future full-time job is uh, I am a adult sex 
porn worker. (laughs) (laughs) So doing all the naughty things, um, which my regular daytime boss knows about and is completely supportive, which is also amazing. Amazing. I can't say enough. She just doesn't want me to leave her. And she says, go do your thing. Just be safe and uh, don't use your real name. (laughs) So I'm really, again, I'm really blessed to work for a a company that is so um, open and sex positive in all ways. So I'm very blessed. I love that. Yeah. Um, Me, so I make jewelry. I'm going to show you guys my big old stones. It's crystal healing jewelry. I do mostly custom work. but um, Beautiful. And I also do tarot readings, astrology readings, and human design readings. Um, And then I have a comedy podcast working on monetizing that and so we have like a merch line for starletta or sorry the starletta show which is now starletta's world on OnlyFans. so it's kind of like a parody OnlyFans page um but i also do a lot of modeling so if you're if you were to are to join my OnlyFans page uh for starletta's world um it's gonna be a mixture of comedy and then like modeling uh like boudoir swimsuit kind of stuff and uh what else and Oh, I'm also a graphic designer, so I don't know. I do so many different things for money. I also do album artwork for musicians because I'm also a musician myself. Really <laughs> I, did, I know. Yes, I love <laughs> it's it. crazy. I love yeah. it. <laughs> so, yes, I'm a graphic designer, and uh, I can build websites. Not like I can design websites. Let me say that. Not like the S or uh, HTML. Yes, not the yeah. back end. Right? Can't code it. You yes, code. I can help build them through like Wix or Squarespace. I did that. For my cousin and manage her socials, so I can just if you need help with anything, just ask. Girl, we're gonna have to do some <laughs> photo shoots yeah. together. Yeah. Yes, yes, I would love that. <laughs> I love it. I'd love to. Um, I am a Pilates instructor. I do teach private Pilates from home, and I'm a certified health coach. Right. So I'm in the health space. Yes. Uh, Zero Cloud. Um, all their links are actually already in the description of the video. I've stopped slacking. I officially put them in there. And then, uh, hi, Christine. And uh, I'll be hitting you up soon because I need both of you guys, actually, for a different show. (laughs) All right. Ladies, do you guys believe in soulmates and why? Mm. Well... I got a quick answer for this one. I definitely think that we have multiple soulmates, mm-hmm. and I think I believe in reincarnation. I believe like that God. Well, this is my beliefs about spirituality: is that mm-hmm. like God is an ocean. We're all just different expressions of that ocean. We're like different water droplets. So I honestly think like everybody's our soulmate, and just depends on like if I also believe that the universe, you know, is it's like based on mathematics and vibration and frequency. So we're always at least I feel like we're always shifting timelines or shifting frequencies. So at any given moment, as you're shifting and you're making whatever choices you're making, you're living your life based on your own free will. You're going to align with the other people who are like a match vibrational match in that timeline, you know, or that reality for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I agree that there can be <coughs> many, or several, what you know, whatever that looks like. I also believe that certain people are put in our lives at certain times, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent, um, to teach us a lesson, whatever that lesson may be. Um, 
And um, I think if you're able to, to look at those people and look at those situations and sit back and reflect, you'll realize why they were put in your life. Um, and it's not always easy. I mean, some of it's very, very painful, and, and there's definitely work that has to be done around it. And um, But if you're able to to really be be able to do that work, um, you can look back and say, okay, I accept it for what it was. I understand the lesson that was learned here. I understand why that person was put in my life, as shitty as it was. I don't know that I'd be where I was if that didn't happen. So I, again, I, I try not to look at my life and say, I regret this, I regret that, I regret this. I mean, there's things I wish that would have happened differently. But throughout my life, those things have turned into better things. And they wouldn't have happened if the thing before it hadn't happened. So I, I don't have regrets about life. I, I just keep moving forward and accept things for what they are. You have been showing up this whole time. Are you my soulmate? <laughs> That's Starletta. <laughs> real though, I do agree with that 100%. Um, I totally agree with that. And I absolutely believe in soulmates. Um, again, my husband, I totally can't say enough good things. Um, I was married and divorced before him, and I'd kind of given up on, like, I was not looking. And we met, and it was just like we just knew. I mean, but it, you weren't even like that interested, right? Like, no, really, like well, when you guys went out, or when you met, when or, we, or however, however it was set up. I remember you telling well, me. Well, yeah. So we we had mutual friends, and we went out, and I knew he really liked me, and something like I was scared, That's like it was something was just different when I was with him. So like, I'm, we went, I say slow, but it was, it was really pretty fast. <laughs> but like, I didn't sleep with him right away. Yeah. Like I just, because I liked him. Yeah. Like I liked him a lot and I wanted to make sure that I was not gonna fuck it up really yeah. is what I was didn't wanna do. But I mean, once like, we knew, we knew, and things moved really fast. Like, yeah. we got married in like six months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we never looked back. So, I think there, I mean, not to say we haven't done a lot of work, but I definitely always felt like he was the one God made for me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you said that because that's a perfect segue into the next question. Ladies, do you think that sleeping with a man on the first night will ruin a relationship or the chance at a relationship? Um, no and no. It depends on the situation mm. for me and the person. I think sometimes it kills the mystery of it. And sometimes like, well, sometimes, I don't know, I've dated people where I'm just like, you're so attractive physically. And we have like not that much else in common but they're so physically attractive that I'm like, I don't care if you don't have that much of a personality. I know what this is. <laughs> and, you know, that's sometimes, like, you're just in a space, like, it, that you just need that in your life. Or And that those have been, those types of, I guess, flings, shall we call them, have been during periods where I'm, like, more career-focused um, or healing from a breakup. And it goes along with, like, what I believe about soulmates, like, when people are here for a reason, season, or, or a lifetime. Like, so for me, I'm like, I feel 
they're probably my soulmate, but for them, they're probably just like, well, we just like hooked up, whatever. But I'm like, whatever. You got you're you're here when I needed you, so to me, mm. that's a meaningful connection. Um, whatever happens, and I never look at relationships like wanting to get something out of somebody. I did mm. that a lot when I was younger, like looking for somebody to complete me, sure. um, or like feeling like I had to find the one just because like all my aunts and stuff were asking, when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna have kids? Um, and now it's like the older that I get, I've been through, I've had so many relationships, like long ones, short ones, whatever. Um, and I love, I love love. I love dating. Um, but yeah, sometimes it feels right to hook up the first night and that can turn into like a six month relationship, a year long relationship. And sometimes it fucks it up right away. (laughs) And you're like, I really wish I would have waited, but. But that goes back to Mm -hmm. like what Addison was saying about like people come in for a season, Mm -hmm. like you probably didn't fuck it up it was probably just meant to be that one night Mm -hmm. you got what you wanted and you're on your way yeah and we need to normalize women empowering themselves for sex like that yes and it is absolutely okay for a woman to just want a one night stand yes I I think for too long it's Mm -hmm. the good old boys club and Mm. what boys do and Mm -hmm. their one night stands or this and that it's okay and you know, yeah. they can get those notches on the bed mm-hmm. and the women do it and we are looked at and looked down upon right. mm-hmm. for that and, and we are not marriage material. Yeah. We're not girlfriend mm-hmm. material. We're not, I'm going to take her home <coughs> to mom material because, oh my God. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Um, it's not that way and we do need to normalize it and it is okay. It doesn't make the man a bad person and it doesn't make the female a bad person. No. Yeah. And you know that, like, witches, like, way back in the day, you know, like, before, like, w- around the time where they burned everyone on the stake, I think I, like, read read somewhere once that, like, witches didn't, they had many lovers, and because they were so powerful that they just, they just didn't need, you know, a man. I think, like, mm-hmm. society kind of sets us, not saying, like, it's right or wrong or whatever to, like, have someone or not have somebody. I'm just saying, like, the majority of society, I think we live in a society that's a little more structured, where mm-hmm. we've been kind of not brainwashed is the wrong word but i'm conditioned conditioned um, yes sure. yeah. um, it's brainwashed <laughs> it's a nicer way of saying it but we've been conditioned um you know from society to have that partner but i feel think times are changing i see it in my astrology readings too with a lot of my clients i'm seeing that you know maybe back in the older days of humanity uh there's more i guess like traditional gender roles but now energy and people who are you know coming into this world souls that are being you know incarnated on this earth i just feel like gender and sexuality is becoming so mm. fluid and uh just you know school you guys on some little new age astrology stuff like we're moving into the age of aquarius which is all about personal truth personal freedom and if you've ever met anybody with strong aquarius placements they're rebellious they're freedom seekers and truth seekers and they're a little more detached but it's also like free love and i think like i don't know like some people might think of like free love as a slut or mm. whatever you derogatory mm-hmm. thing but i'm like i'm personally at a place like I feel empowered knowing that, you know, I'm strong enough in myself and, like, with myself that if I just want, you know, a one-night thing or two-week thing or three-week, whatever, three-year thing, like, <laughs> I'm comfortable saying that and communicating that. And I think that's intimidating to a lot of men because they're stuck in that old paradigm of, like, no, you're supposed to be, like, a good housewife that I can control. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. that's not the basis of love and a, you know, a equal relationship, and which is, like, what I seek. These days, I, I I'm not gonna settle for anybody who tries to control me or, um, you know, limit or change who I am. Yeah, I um, 
I totally agree with that. You know, I <coughs> got into the adult industry very recently, you know, this summer, and um, but I did it strictly based on I'm ready to do this for myself. I don't know what's going to happen with it. I might do one video and be done, and I'll be ha and I was going to be happy with that. And then all of a sudden, things started moving along, and I said, "Oh, they think I'm good at this. I think I'm good at it too. Like, let's keep going." Mm -hmm. And so I don't hide the fact of what I do when I meet somebody, because um, I'm not ashamed of what I do. And if that prevents them from wanting to ask me out on a date or something, that has more to do with them than it right. has to do with mm -hmm. me. Um, without having a real honest conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure there could be fear around that and what that kind of job looks like being in a relationship with someone or even maybe even being a friend with someone like that. But I think you have to have the conversation and be open to ask those questions, which I'm open to tell, um, before you can decide that. Again, communication is key in any friendship or uh, lover relationship. 100. I think, I mean, I grew up and started our marriage in the church and I just think um, we need to change our perception of sex. Now, in a marriage, should it just stay between a man and woman if that's what they choose? Yes. Like, I don't agree with cheating or anything along yeah. those lines. But why does sex have to be so deep? Why can't it just be a fun physical thing? But I thought y'all liked it deep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, so I think, like, with Addison pursuing this for her now, you know, or you meeting a guy and you just want to hook up with him one time, like, that's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be a new marriage or, you know, mm -hmm. so I just think we really need to change our attitude around sex and what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. And you know, what's really cool. I got, I got chills right now. This whole, I've been chilling up this whole time. <laughs> I don't Maybe it's just cold in here. But I'm noticing too, like when I was setting up my OnlyFans page, every there's so many bots on there, and people like when I came across like certain people's profile, I'm like they look dead in the eyes, and mm. but then when you see somebody, and it's interesting because like when I saw you on the show, out uh, you know a couple weeks ago or whatever that was, I could like feel your vibrancy and your truth and authenticity, your kindness, just like your your energy through you know observing you on the TV, and I'm like that is what the adult industry needs because it's like, I honestly think it's like a, a noble mission in a way because like you're expressing yourself and you're, you, when you love what you do, I think you change the people around you and you yeah. influence mm -hmm. them in a positive way. So if that, you know, and I think since the world's changing so much, yeah, there's, I mean, I'm getting a lot of <laughs> backlash. I know from like my friends and family, you got an OnlyFans? And I'm like, I got an OnlyFans. What about it? <laughs> you, you know, like yeah. I it doesn't, and I think there needs to be a space for positive sex relationships mm -hmm. that aren't just based on just like these horrible paradigms of like abusing people who don't want to be abused. Now, if you like being abused, that's a different story because some people are into that. So, like, do mm -hmm. you? But it's like the things that I don't like to see that make me sad to see are the people who are forced into it that don't want to be doing it. Sure. And you can, and then when people are watching pornography or whatever. They're absorbing that negativity, and I feel like it's keeping people kind of like spiritually sick. Mm -hmm. When if they're a little more like cognizant or like intentional about like who and what they watch, they may actually like pick up on the good energies, you know, through the screen or wherever Absolutely. they're watching. And and I mentioned it in the sh you know last show. 
you know, I pick and choose what jobs I want to do. Mm. I do not say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. I say no to a lot of things. And I have my reasons why. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, part of my platform is really letting sex workers know you don't have to say yes. Yeah, they're going to entice you with the money and the this and the that. But it's okay to say no. And somebody else is going to email you or call you with another job. And not feel upset about that. Do you and do what makes you comfortable. Um, and whatever fits your brand, mm -hmm. it, it's okay. So I just really think more women, especially in the industry, need to be okay with using their voice. That industry is run by a lot of men, a, bit, a lot of powerful men. Um, but the more we start saying no, the more things are going to turn around better for us. And I truly believe that. Me too. Yeah, so sure. here's a good question then in reference to the women and it being empowering. If sex is so empowering to women, why do so many put themselves in the celibacy ranks when things don't work out for them? I can definitely answer that because I'm going through a period of celibacy right now. And let me tell you, same thing, kind of like what you were going off of, like if the energy is not right and if I don't feel like I'm approached in the right way, then I don't have any interest in, you know, sleeping with somebody, but also celibacy can be a way for somebody to focus on career, which is also mm. like what I'm focused on right now. Also, I'm a very empathic, sensitive person. And the last like handful of guys I've dated wanted my time. I live an hour away, you know, from Phoenix. I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't want sex that bad that I'm going to leave what I'm doing. <laughs> I really like what I'm doing at home and I have dogs. I love my dogs and I hate to say it, but most of, you know, your dogs are going to be here yeah, for the long haul. Yeah, my dogs are going to be here for the long haul. And yes. I have a blast with them just sitting at home. And I know also that when I'm ready to have intercourse and intimacy with somebody, like I can go out there when I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. I think it's also really empowering to say, I don't want to sleep with anybody right now. Um, and I'm okay with that. And I'm mm -hmm. happy about that. It doesn't have to be a sad thing. It's not depressing. I mean, I've gone long periods of time without wanting to have sex. Yeah. I was, I'm happy at being at home masturbating. <laughs> yes, and, exactly. and that's the only thing, you know, and, and that's enough for me. And there's no drama. There's no conversation. Exactly. And, and it's just time for me to really just be with myself and my own thoughts and feelings and body. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I think that's also important. And, and I think that's a, a time to take, uh, take away the growth that you can learn from that. Mm -hmm. And it's the same reason that men, you know, why do men not want a girlfriend? Because it's easier for them to beat off at home and not have to deal with a girl nagging them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's easier to just pay for it. <laughs> what did you say? Just well, then that too. It. I mean, sometimes, it, I mean, it, yeah, I've for real. I've seen plenty of men that will just pay for it and, and send them on their way. Because sure. you still, beating, there's hand and vagina do not compare. Well, I agree with you there. <laughs> All right. Next question. Is love enough to keep a relationship together? Mm -mm. No. No. Mm -mm. It's not there. You know, I, you know, I can speak to this recently. You know, I was in a relationship for two and a half years, and I loved that person um, wholeheartedly. No questions asked. I was loyal, as loyal could be. Um, we did have an open relationship and that's how we met. So, you know, that was fantastic. And he still cheated on me, even though he had permission to 
just let me know and you can kind of do what you want. And yet for him, it was the thrill, the seeking, the thrill of seeking, being able to sneak around. Um, it was all those things. So I literally gave him everything he wanted and he still couldn't do the right thing because he was that fucked up. Um, and I, you know, the love just wasn't enough. Um, there was no trust, there were no boundaries, there were no, there was a lot of things missing. And, um, you know, it, there came a time where I said, I've done what I can do, and enough is enough, and I'm not going to tolerate this behavior anymore. I deserve better. Um, but I, you know, I did, uh, yeah, love just wasn't enough. And that is why women choose celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> that right there exactly. is exactly why women yeah. pull back yeah. from sexual activity yeah. because of dumbasses like that. I can say that yeah. 100%. And yeah. that's funny because I just had a really serious uh, situation or a, a similar situationship. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I just, I need honesty and trust more than anything. And I'm a very open minded yes. person too. And, you know, I've been in phases where I want to be monogamous. And then I've also, but I'm also like, I'm a weird person. I don't know if like this is a cool thing, like would be a cool thing for a man or not. But I'm just kind of like, Listen, if you like, if you want to have an open relationship, I'd be open to it. But I'm also open to monogamy. Like, what do you want? You know, let's talk about this and have this conversation because I literally could go either way or maybe we could just approach it as a day by day thing. And then if you meet somebody that you're attracted to, maybe you, you have a connection with them, you want to sleep with them. Like, that's hard to deal with je jealousy. But if life is hard in general, so and it's even harder <laughs> and worse if you're going to sneak around and go behind somebody's back. So I, I don't know. I just haven't met another person with like that same level of honesty and integrity. Mm -hmm. So it just turns me off from dating like period. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think to have a solid love, you have to have a really good friendship. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Like 100%. if I didn't like my husband mm -hmm. <laughs> as a person, there would not be enough, you know, like love just wouldn't be enough. You have to want to spend your time with that person mm -hmm. and share things. And that's how you end up with a good, deep relationship. It just can't be love. I mean, I love my dog, but you know what I mean? Like it has to be more. So I love is definitely not enough. Yep. Yeah. Me too. All right. <laughs> This one's, this one's going to be a doozy. Mm. You have to absolutely choose one. Mm. Okay? Two women and one man, or two men and one woman, in a forever relationship. And why did you choose what you chose? That's easy for me. Yeah, right? Uh, okay. Definitely two women and one man, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and why? I think it would be, well, for me, I like women also, so <laughs> so that's like the added bonus, but I think to maintain like a three relationship, it would be easier for me to have a relationship with a female and a man where I could only have to give the energy to one man versus like yeah. two men, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I think with a female that you have like such a good friendship mm -hmm. on top of 
I'm assuming they're bisexual if you're, (laughs) I'm assuming that's where we were going, but um, definitely two women and a man. That's a tough one for me because I feel like there's benefits to both. So it's kind of like, what you feeling that day? (laughs) Because I'm like, I mean, I've definitely dated two guys at once who were both okay with it. They didn't care. So I'm like, I'm in heaven. (laughs) I'm like, I got variety. (laughs) I love variety, but I could, I'm also like, I'm into women, but I've never dated a woman. So I'm also like, that would be cool. Maybe sometimes Mm -hmm. like you want that, you know, variety in that way too. You know, I don't know. I'm sure you do different things with a girl than than with the guy. So (laughs) depends on the day. I think um, I'm uh, on the same lines as Carrie. Uh, Two women in one man. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in my previous relationship, even though it was open, I never wanted to be with another man. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, had the opportunity to, and I just didn't crave that. Um, but I enjoyed the three of us, or the two of us being with another woman. That was always really fun for, for me and, you know, the friendship that came out of it and things like that. So that would be my choice. What do you guys think of the show so far? Fun. I think it's great. It's fun. What do you guys think of the questions? Good. They're good. really good. They're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Are women truly from Venus and are men truly from Mars? I I did read that book when I was 19 (laughs) and it has served to be true, especially now that I'm certified astrologist. Well, actually, I'm not literally certified, but certified as in I know way too much about it that (laughs) I've seen too much and in all the readings and experiences I've had that I definitely, I definitely think so. But also going back to what I said earlier about sexuality, like and gender becoming so fluid as society grows and changes and like the more, you know, the internet and just, I just feel like sexuality is just becoming way more, more fluid. So I'm noticing too, which is a very interesting trend in all the uh, birth charts I read. There's a lot of men who I read for who have more feminine planets and energy in their chart. And a lot of females that have more uh, masculine energy, which is interesting, which could also explain kind of like the kind of like the typical toxic cycle that, you know, the, that a lot of the population is in where it's kind of like toxic masculinity and the crazy girl or whatever, however that manifests. And I think that's because a lot of men these days seem to be like, they don't go after what they want. And I feel like women like have become so alpha because we've had to be in this society. It's like, we have you know, we have to have the kids and, and then work on top of it and then, you know, do this. And then most of us are also taking care of a man because he's emotionally immature and stunted. So then you <laughs> also have to wear that hat. So it's like making women more alpha and women, like, at least for me, like, I don't feel sexual attraction. Like, I need to be with a motherfucking man. Like, if you want something, go for that shit. I'm becoming more attracted to alpha females lately <laughs> in the last couple of years than, than men because, like, I'm just, like, not interested. I want somebody who knows what they want, you know? Yeah. I never read the book, but I will definitely say men and women are so different. Like, and we, as we should be, there's mm-hmm. a place, right? Like you, like I want to be around masculine men, take charge, yep. be the boss. I mean, I obviously am going to have a say, like I'm going to have a mm-hmm. say, but I want to know someone's got me. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way. I want to know that someone's got me and um, is uh, going to challenge me. Mm -hmm. I I like, you know, 
I don't want a yes man. Mm-hmm. I think that's boring yep. and I'm, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that's, yeah, that's definitely important to me. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, there's a fine line because I know I just did say, well, man, that goes what he wants. But I think that gets twisted a lot because especially, um, you know, when there's like alcohol involved in you for like, I don't know, like in my 20s, like when I was like in all those situations where it's like you're around a bunch of people drinking stuff and then somebody tries to like hook up with you and then mm-hmm. you're you're like no and they think that it means to try harder right. so not in those situations no, that's right. a yeah. quick way to get fucking slapped and not even yeah. <laughs> feel i'm sorry i won't slap anybody but that is rape it just if you don't yes. if you yeah. don't if you continue to try after somebody says no and you're not listening to their words it doesn't matter what their body is saying you need to respect them so just Message for people out there that think that that means to try harder. No, women, we're not a challenge, and you need to respect us, or you're going to lose our respect and end up single and beating off every night, or in jail, or in jail. Also. <laughs> okay. <coughs> when you're speaking to a man, or when a man approaches you, um, would you rather a man ask you for your phone number or for your social media handles? I want a man to ask me my name. <laughs> so a man that walks up to me, what up? Uh, you know, and, and doesn't take the time, and it's happened so many times in my life, it doesn't actually ask, oh, you're, you're hot, or you've got big tits, or you're beautiful. I don't care. You want to talk to me? Let's start with my name. And then we can talk. And that's just where I stand on that. 100. <laughs> Mm, that's a tough call. Uh, I think it all depends, like, for me, like, where I'm at. And that, I don't know. I think, I, I kind of like to to kind of scope people out on social media first. Mm. Even though it's not always 100% accurate representation, it kind of gives me an idea, like, what are you into? Are you only posting beer pictures and picture mm-hmm. of you fishing with your buddies? Or are you posting, like, do you have, you know, intellectual quotes? Are you... Do you have a dog? Do you have a children? Do you have a wife? (laughs) (laughs) These are all good things to know. And and I'm sketched out if somebody doesn't let me have their social media. Mm. Like, if they don't add my social media after we've been talking for a couple days, I'm like, what are you trying to hide? Yeah. What if they don't have any? Unless you don't have a social media. And there are some people who don't. What if they don't want to be judged? Then they're not going to get in my energy field. All right, what is the first thing that you notice about a man? Face, shoes, how he smells, his physique, or his personality? Face and personality for me. I And honestly, I have a weakness for, um, I like long hair or like different hair or something unique and different. And I love like beards. That's just like my personal preference, like what I look for. But if that is coupled with like no personality, then I'll lose attraction super fast. And the same can be said about somebody who's maybe not my physical type, but I talk to them and they have like some swag about them. I'm like, okay, I can go with this. (laughs) Like you're cute. I'm attracted to smell and personality. Mm. Like I'm really sensitive to smells, so they have to smell good. Mm -hmm. So and personality for sure. Yeah. So for me, um, you didn't mention this, but teeth. That was what I was gonna say with teeth. Yeah. Teeth are huge for me. (coughs) Yeah. And personality. You know, you can tell a lot by someone's personality. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, I still want someone to be kind and, and, and be a good human being and, you know, um, and their teeth. You gotta take care of your teeth, guys. So true. Like, yeah. everyone, brush your teeth, brush yeah. your tongue. Oh, like, yeah. just that's important to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. they could be the hottest guy in the room, but if their personality's bad, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, yep. I would rather a chubby guy mm-hmm. than an asshole, yeah. mm-hmm. super hot guy. Same. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is going to be the last question of the night. A little bit of a humdinger, too. Okay. All right. Who gaslights the most? Men or do women gaslight themselves on the said man? Um, both, I think. I don't know. This is like a very interesting one for me because I feel like and part of the reason I've also chosen to be celibate for a while and focus on myself and my healing because I had a boyfriend not too long ago that was very much <laughs> a gaslighter, but would, or I don't know, I don't even like to use those terms because I think people don't understand what they mean. And I think people get like locked into this whole social media definition of it and they just over or they misuse the word all the time. So what's ha- happened to me is like, I know a lot about psychology and you know, energy and healing. And, and again, I spent like seven or so years in like AA and uh, recovery programs where you're doing a lot of like 12 step or you're doing a lot of like personal work and you're learning about psychology and like these terms are like in the real way that they're, you know, from actual psychologists, not just people on the internet saying, you know, suiting, uh, making up a story to like suit their own narrative, which I've had a lot of men do to me. And they were typically the men who had not been to therapy, who had not done any personal growth and who blamed other people for their problems, who are master manipulators, the type of people who, and this uh, kind of like reminds me of cancel culture where people are like screenshotting like one or two sentences, but they're doing it out of context. So mm. my response to your abuse might seem like I'm crazy, but I assure you, if you threaten to throw a brick through my house or threaten my family or message all my ex-lover, all my lovers, you know, potential lovers after we break up and tell them like to stay away from me and X, Y, Z, I'm going to get really fucking mad. And then I've had people say that, you know, it's toxic that I'm mad or that I'm standing up for myself. And that's where I think like people misuse the term. Um, because to me, like standing up for your boundaries I don't know. It depends on how you say it. It's like, you know, it's kind of like to the other thing where it's like if somebody, you know, hits you, if you hit him back, it doesn't make it right. And that's not what I'm talking about because that, you know, in that instance, it's like both people are pretty toxic and have something to work on. But I'm more so talking about, um, yeah, just like I don't think it's productive to, to blame or to in a conversation with a partner to be like, you're gaslighting me. Cause then it's like me, it's like you versus me. And that's not what relationships are about. It should be like, okay, what's this issue that we're having together? We're on the same team. So how can we talk this through? And, and I think it's a kind of like difference between men and women in my experience too. It's like, I feel like women are more open to talking about our feelings while men live more in the like, well, it has to be right or wrong and I have to be logical Mm. about it. And that is not, like that's why I think a lot of relationships fail is because people fail to understand the yeah like how to properly communicate and then they use yeah they're just using those those terms which is 
not so what is the actual definition from like a psychology standpoint of gaslighting there isn't one actually no really there is no such thing as actually gaslighting it's like totally made up (laughs) essentially so an example of gaslighting would be like we're outside and the sky is blue and i see it's blue you see it's blue some and addison sees that it's blue and then somebody else is here and they're like no it's green and you're like, what? No, it's blue. No, you're crazy. You, it's you're clearly not seeing it right. And you have been through, you know, you got punched in the face when you were little, so you know your eyesight's a little bad. And it's kind of like breaking somebody down and yeah. and putting a lot of attention on like, you know, sprinkling them with a lot of self doubt. I think like people who are more open to compromising and people pleasing are more likely to be gas gaslit in that way because they're people who want to uh like uh compromise with somebody they're more likely to like to keep give the peace, to keep instead the of peace. taking yes, yes. exactly mm-hmm. so uh i forgot what i forgot what i was gonna say but yeah essentially you know but i think when you get to a certain point like the point that i've gotten in my own personal and spiritual development like <laughs> i think uh at a certain point i kind of like crossed the threshold of like kind of getting angry when I feel like somebody's starting to do that because I've been it's been done to me so many times I think it's because I'm I I mean not to I'm not trying to sound like a saint or anything but I am like a really caring person and I care about compromising and I put a lot of energy into like my own self-growth and healing so I kind of expect that or I you know would like that in a partner and I try to educate people on it in a loving way if they don't know about it and it just I've gotten a lot of like well you're crazy and blah 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 and it's always from the men who literally don't want to do any growth no therapy will never admit that they're wrong because to admit that they're wrong would be the death of them (laughs) you know anyone else i i mean i have also been in the uh rooms of aa i've been sober for 14 years and um although i haven't been in the room for the last me neither six years i'm still sober (laughs) Um, so I went, you know, I learned a lot of psychology and in a lot of studying and in things like that. And um, yeah, it can be um, it can be a scary place to be gaslighted, you know, mm-hmm. and it happens a lot. And some people, again, they don't even know that it's happening in the moment. You know, it takes sometimes getting out of those relationships mm-hmm. or friendships or whatever to realize, oh, my God, this is what was actually happening to me. Yes. Um, because you you're just trying to people please or you're trying to be a loving, kind person and you want to just settle everything so you compromise and you mm-hmm. compromise because you think that's the right thing because you're trying to save your relationship yep. and you don't want to fight and you don't want to this. And in fact, you're just being belittled and told that you're crazy and that you're not worthy and you're not this and you're not this. And um, it can really break your self-confidence down in, in, in all those things. Um, so, yeah, that that is a real thing. And um, it, it's something you need to really look out for. Um, and I'm not saying that you know, every time something comes up, you know, start an argument and you, I'm the one who has to be right. I, I'm happy to say I'm wrong or I don't understand the subject. Like, please educate me. Mm-hmm. Um, but being with someone who always demands being right and uh, what they say goes just doesn't work for me. Same. Very well said. So to your question, I would say men do it more than women yes. because men don't like to deal with feelings Mm -hmm. so it's easier just to project yes and tell someone that they're crazy to kind of like they just really want to get out of the whole situation and so Mm -hmm. 
that's the way that they deflect. And so I would say men. Yeah, absolutely. Overwhelmingly. Yeah. Not to say there's not women who yeah. do it, but I think that's more a trait for men because they're not as emotionally, is mature the right word? Mm. You know, or emotionally open to deal with yeah. things. Yeah. I'd say that's a rather accurate assessment. Mm -hmm. And again, agreed, there's definitely a lot of women that can be that way too. I think it definitely comes down to the person and just like their level of, um, I don't know, like we're not, like I definitely went through a period of life where I, I wasn't ready to look at myself in the mirror. And I, I, like for me, when I had like that awakening, when I finally was ready to look at myself in the mirror, it kind of happened like out of my control. It was like mm -hmm. <laughs> a lightning bolt came down and God or the universe was like, oh, you're going to focus on yourself right now. Yeah. You know, so it's like I can't fault people if they're, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So I, that's the other thing that gets me in trouble where it's like, I just understand like kind of what you said earlier, like it is what it is you know, there's always a lesson or a blessing and usually a blessing comes right after the lesson. So I mm -hmm. kind of like view everything from the lens of like, this is going to work out, even if it's not working out right now, I know it's going to work out yeah. because this is making me stronger. So I kind of like give people a lot more slack than they deserve a lot of the time. But then at the same time, I feel like as much as like those really messed up relationships have brought me down, it almost is like, I kind of compare it to like a wind up toy where like we're somebody's like breaking you down so much and you're sinking but it's almost like once you hit your breaking point you're like Pew! like yeah. catapulted forward and, and then you're like woo sorry i'm light years ahead of you absolutely <laughs> yeah i agree with that oh definitely i mean we are who we are based on the things we've gone through and i feel like it just makes you a better more aware person like I'm never mad for the lessons yes. or the mm -hmm. situations because then I can help the next person or I know how to get through something because of some, you know, a situation. Exactly. And I think a lot of people do their themselves a disservice by being so afraid to like admit that they're wrong because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. you can have so much growth. I mean, I admit that I'm wrong all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, even sometimes when I'm not <laughs> just to <laughs> keep the peace and I'm like, and also because I don't believe that that person has the cognizance ability to sure. like have a real conversation about it so you just sometimes have to deal with people at their level of consciousness and just be like yeah. even if I try to have a real conversation with you like you're not going to get it and that's not me judging you but that's like real experience that I'm having where like yeah. certain people are just like really stubborn they're just where they are and you're not going you to convince them yeah. Yeah. well it's not worth your peace yes, exactly. it's not worth your peace to try and convince no. uh -huh. them or to just open their eyes yeah. yeah. and yep. walk away yeah. Yeah. And, sure. and that's okay Exactly. That's mature. Yes. Yeah. See, that's that's a mature response to yes. situations for sure. All right, we have a bonus question that came in through text. Oh. <coughs> this question says, "Ladies, are you looking for a man to take care of you um, that has money, or someone who can be there for and support you in life, emotionally love you, um, and support all your life choices?" Which is more important to you? Someone that can basically finance you or someone that's going to be there for you emotionally, mentally, and support all of your choices? Number two. Yeah. I'll take emotional support oh, yeah. exactly. over money any day because money comes and goes. Yep. Um, the person that I'm with, that emotional support should never change. Mm -hmm. 
that love should, you know, yes, things evolve, but that's what I'm always going to want. I, I'm going to always want to support them. I'm going to always want them to support mm -hmm. me, you know, and even if I'm wrong or, or whatever, you know, we can have that discussion, but they're going to love me regardless. Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of the day, that is the number one thing for me. Same. Agreed. Good stuff. All right. Real good stuff. Great show, ladies. Well, this is your first time on the show. What did you think? It was fun. And then for my, I guess it's my 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 double double triplets. I thought it was great. I thought we had yeah, a good me too. Yeah. And, and I thought the questions were actually really good. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. Well, it was great. I do my best. Yeah, no, they were, they were good. <laughs> I don't know, didn't know what to expect. I didn't either. I know, I was like, are we going to get asked, like, would you rather have somebody come on your face or come <laughs> right, on your butt? <laughs> I was prepared to answer that. I'm glad I didn't have to, though. <laughs> well, no. Um... Uh, I'm thinking that in 2024, the channel is going to go back more towards the educational self-help. Yes. Uh, I gotta have a sh I gotta have one night of that where it's the male and female perspective. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then I have the fun night, and then the couples night. Yeah. So. I love it. I love what you yeah. do. I think you have an amazing setup. You're so easy to talk to. Your questions are always good. Um, I've always had fun too. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> and this is my thing. This is where you guys, as ladies, get to voice your opinions, and no man has to be like, know this or know that or know that. Like, <clears throat> so like you can go through. Other ladies can go through, watch the show, and they'd be like, yeah, I resonate towards that. And then guys, guess what? For my guys that are out there, you guys actually get to see the thought process of. Mm -hmm. Women. Mm -hmm. This one is a little different because we actually have one woman that's on the show that's actually married. So that's that's a super bonus because you get to hear the married woman's version mm -hmm. uh, as well. And then what's going to be great is I'm going to have three men on the show. Mm -hmm. And the questions don't change. Oh, I like that. I know. I'm definitely is the next one tomorrow. Yeah. It's not tomorrow. Oh, it's not, not okay. tomorrow. Coming soon. Yeah. Good. I'm excited. I'm interested to hear yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I yeah. think that it makes for some great social media clips too, just yeah. to hear the side-by-side -side answers. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be very interesting. Mm -hmm. and, and then guess what? Mm. What? In the future. You're going to bring them all together? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that would be nice, but that would be, I would need a huge studio <laughs> yeah. after yeah. after a couple of months. Yes. Um, I probably have like same groups of ladies mm -hmm. have you guys return, mm -hmm. and we actually do a reaction to one of the male shows, and then the same group of guys oh, can come cool. and do a reaction oh. to another to like the ladies show. Okay, and you guys actually get to hear a true live reaction and see live reactions of like how men and women typically are because one of the biggest things that I've realized. In, in today's society, modern dating, is men and women don't quite get each other, mm -hmm. right? So the reason I want to stay out of the conversation is 
it's the voice of the woman, and no one else needs to come in and say anything. And then the same thing with the guys. It's the voice of the man, and no one needs to come in and say anything. But it's great. It's a great tool for learning each other because we do think differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that I could have responded to, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, that's the best thing about self control. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I know. You must have had a lot. Having self control and discipline gets will get you a long way in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Uh, I definitely want to say I appreciate you ladies showing up tonight. This is a great show. Uh, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Year. You guys are also the first show of 2024. (laughs) You guys are the first show of Ladies Night. I think we set the bar pretty high. I know. I've I've enjoyed it. I'm definitely down to come back if you... If we're invited back for those reaction videos. Well, trust me. Especially because I was feeling, I feel like I've been extra feisty. I'm like on one tonight. (laughs) I'm like, oh God, I'm going to rewatch this clip at some point and be like, why did I say that? (laughs) It is. This is the thing. I think what people find out quickly is when you come here, you can actually be the truest version of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's very relaxed. Yes. Um, it is a little cold for a reason. <laughs> it keeps people up. It keeps their attention. It keeps you on your toes. And uh, it keeps you healthy. Yeah. Because I Clorox wipe the hell out of the couches and mics <laughs> and everything after every show. Yes. And I'm a huge germaphobe, so. Nice. Any questions? Anything you guys want to say? Any last thoughts? Um, no, I, I, I appreciate the other ladies coming yeah. on and you know I definitely learned some things from them which I think is always exciting mm-hmm. and um, I'm looking forward to uh, more of your ladies night shows and, and really seeing how this progresses I think it's going to mm-hmm. be really fun and in the men's show as well mm-hmm. well coming soon uh, again for the people that don't know I've actually broke my arm the couple days before Christmas uh, well not my arm my elbow um, the day after Christmas, I had a plate and three screws put in. Today, I actually went and saw the doctor, and they removed all the other stuff, which is why I'm actually finally fucking wearing a hoodie. <laughs> I can almost lift my arm all the way. Still got a little bend in it. Uh, I got to straighten that out and work on that. But we'll be there. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys tune in for all the new shows. Tonight, start it off. Ladies night. We got a all a spectacular show for you guys next Thursday at 7 p.m. All new boys club coming up. Um, look forward to that. I say give me about a week or two. I'm gonna start booking those up. Boys Club will be Friday nights at 9 p.m. You've got couples retreat. No longer couples therapy, it's couples retreat. That's gonna be Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Uh welcome to 2024. Welcome to No Cap Reacts. Oh, and let's uh, make sure you go to HustleFit.com. Get your merch as well as the clothing line itself. It is HustleFit.com. You've got men's, you've got women's, you've got children. Uh, We also do custom. If you need uniforms, custom shirts, whatever it is, go ahead and hit us up at HustleFit.com, HustleFit at gmail.com, or HustleFit LLC on Instagram. 
with that, definitely want to say thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of No Cap Reacts. I'm your man, Bailey, a.k.a. Mr. 